Hello, ladies and gentlemen, sports fans of all ages. Uh, welcome to another episode of Cocktails and Curveballs. I'm Jim. I'll be your host, joined by Ty, Patrick, and Lee, as always. Um, first thing I'd like to do is I'd like to thank our men and women in uniform and our in our armed services, uh, especially at a time of uncertain uncertainty like we have right now uh, with what's going on in the world. Uh, thank you. Thank you for suiting up every day and and making sure that that we're safe here in America. I'd also like to thank the women, uh, men and women in blue and first responders. Uh, without you guys doing your job, you know, uh, America here, us in America, it would be less safe also. So uh, here we go, guys. Who's got something? Big weekend, a lot of college, uh, football. We've been down to our final four and playoffs. But, uh, hey, how about somebody start us and let us know what you're drinking? Well, uh, I'm drinking Mango Cart. It's one of my favorite beers. I just like that. I'm like, I'm with Mango Cart, like uh, Ty is with Bush Light. So, drink that a lot. That's what I'm enjoying this Sunday. Uh, Lee, you said something earlier that really kind of piqued my interest. Um, I want to go into this is really kind of a, a crazy year. Uh, the postseason in baseball, um, man. I don't know that we've ever seen so many highly favored teams uh, go down and go down quick and go down hard, like not even really show much. It weren't uh, like several of the games weren't even series weren't even competitive. This is, we haven't really seen this before. And you said something about the long layoff. You thought, you know, because there was several days in between some of these teams, uh, you know, that were heavily favored. It was a long time. Yeah. They had a long layoff. So well, it was like the, those just, the, it was the Braves and the Orioles and the Dodgers in particular. Those yes. three had four and five days before of, of no baseball. Yeah, you can do your bullpen and you can take batting practice and you can do those things, but it's not games. And the, and the weird part is, is every single one of those teams got clobbered, man. And I'm sure there's somebody out there that has done the research, you know, for MLB or whatever. But it just seems like, look at what happened to Kershaw. You got five days off and you get dumped in the first inning, we talked about it before. It just seems to me that that layoff hurts, especially when you're at the end of the season and you're going into the playoffs. You look at what the Diamondbacks did. They're not that great of a hitting team. But look at what they did when they got there. I mean, seriously, I, I, I don't know, man. I was just I brought that up because it's like I feel like that that rest. Well, person, well, look what I Mookie just, Betts and Freddie Freeman did. Mookie yeah, Betts, Freddie I, it, Freeman. I, what I saw was like combined one for 26 with one infield hit, which is just those two guys, they're stars in this league. For them to do that is is bananas. But the only other thing I would say, Lee, is that, um, you know, there have been incidents where, you know, where a team is able to reset their their rotation get their ace going in the next series because they had that long layoff. So we have seen situations where that long layoff will help teams. But in this particular situation, I don't think any other team was dealing with that. It's just a little odd to me, Jim, that that so many big teams went down as hard as they did. I mean, what, what what's your take on that? Well, I'm going to go back to – and we've talked about this before – also, I'm going to go back to the Yankees and the Mariners winning the 115, 116 games go down in the first round. I think that maybe it, there's a little more than the layoff. I think maybe there is an emotional letdown, a hangover, if you will, mm -hmm. uh, just having such a great season 
you know, winning all these games and, and you get into the playoffs and I don't know, maybe just a bit of a layoff. And we've, we've said it a million times on here. It's who's playing best now. Right. You know, um, <clears throat> and I think, man, you look at the Phillies, uh, all the, I mean, all the power in that lineup and it's all showing up at one time. Nick Castle. My yeah. God. Yeah. This is exactly what happened last year. They, the same damn thing happened and they won the world series. I, I, it could happen again, man. Cause it, yeah, they're they're really gonna, I think they're going to roll the D backs. I do think the Rangers um, and the Astros is going to be a tough series. Because Rangers are getting Max Scherzer back. He's activated. Gray's back. I honestly think that that series is going to – that's going to be a long series. But I don't see the D-backs really putting much up against Philly. I don't know. What do you guys think? So, the D-backs have that young pitching, man. And and you you just – They do. You just don't know that – that. yeah, I I, on paper – you know, I always – I also called the Braves and the Orioles. Yeah. And uh, so I don't know. I'd I'd like to say the Phillies right now are in the driver's seat for sure. Hey, um, hey, uh, Ty. So do you have any problems with uh, Harper staring down Arcia two two trips in a row? Do you have any problem with that? Not at all, man. I love it. I love it. But I mean, if anybody listens to our last podcast, you know how we feel about Bryce Harper. Oh yeah. You know, and like he he seems like the ultimate tough guy. He seems like if if uh is it Arcia? Is that his name? Arcia, yep. Arcia, if he yeah. said any if if Bryce Harper was doing what he did and Arcia would have said something, Bryce Harper might have stopped in the base pass <laughs> and started and started, you know what I mean? Like I, I, mean, I just maybe. think that's that's maybe, maybe. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But just, don't you think don't, but don't you guys think this has something to do with Harper being doubled off and what was that game one? That's game the whole reason. No, that is exactly yeah, what that happened. Is the reason. That's, the whole reason, that's right? exactly what happened. And that Arcia, that is, he heard that Arcia was saying something about was it. Laughing. No, no, he was laughing. He was laughing hysterically about Harper getting thrown out to saying, the Attaboy, game. yeah, saying like attaboy to him. Yeah. I, I mean, there's 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 a few guys in the major leagues. We talked about this, right? There's a few guys in this league, and, and you can go sport to sport. Football's the same way. You know, you don't give these superstars any more motivation. Like, like there was already going to be, and if you follow Bryce Harper at all, he, like nobody took that harder than himself. So he was already going to come out a ball of fire in the next game. But now you go and mock him and laugh at him and talk and run your mouth. I, I mean, he might have hit two home runs anyways. But the Bryce, Bryce Harper, Harper not, yeah, but the Bryce Harper stare down that was epic because I watched oh, that I a bunch it. of times. But it, it reminded me, it reminded me of The Rock yeah. <laughs> in oh, the yeah. WWE, just yeah. staring somebody down like I am gonna fuck you up. And, and just to be clear, Tyler, you said it. I think it would have been one of those things that had he said anything, I think it'd have been on. I think Harper yeah. would have been like, okay, but I think go. I think Arcia. You know what? I actually have a lot more respect for Arcia because. He did what he did, right? right. Yeah. And and then Bryce Harper did what he did, and I think Arcia right. went, okay, okay, okay yeah, yeah. You, thought, you just went, okay. Well, I got you. Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, okay, that's just a yep. get back. You're just yeah, getting well, back well, at well, me. I, I but, yeah. So I think fair. I have a lot of respect for him. I but got a question. Fun. I got a question real quick about just the playoff, just baseball playoff format. Does the short series hurt? 
obviously it it hurt some of these best teams, right? Or it, or what <laughs> well we done. would call the best team via the the regular season. But like a five game series in the divisional round, how does how much of a factor do you guys think that that plays into like they lose game one, a team that's had a a layoff loses game one right mm-hmm. away, right? And now, oh shit, we got to win three of the next four. That's hard to that's hard to do in a regular season to win three of four, let alone sweep a series. So, I just I'm just curious. I mean, I don't know that it does or it doesn't. But if if the if these teams came into the series knowing that seven games in seven games, the most best of the should. time, most Better of the time, go. you're gonna get the best team. You know, so I'm just curious. I I'm not well, saying it's a bro- I'm not saying it's a broken system by any means. I don't think you gotta so. win. You gotta be the best. If you want to be the best, then you fucking run through everybody. You beat everybody. And in spite of in spite of what went down this year, I'm still gonna say there's a pie chart somewhere that shows the better team typically wins. This this year, I, yeah. I this gonna, so if you played this season, this postseason back ten times, eight of those times, those big teams are gonna advance. They're they're going to man. Yeah. So, and, yeah. and you talk about a short series. I don't think it is a, a disadvantage. Um, I'd like to get Jim's take because I, I feel like he probably feels the way I do. Um, but I feel like in a short series, those better teams, they have a legitimate one and two aces. Some have three aces. So when you're running those three guys out there, or at least two in a short series, that might be a series right there, man. You know, that might be the end of the end of the, end of the series. And, and that that's, couple but that, guys, that's best case scenario, right? Like that's best case scenario for these good teams is that but they're gonna be at home though, Ty, right? They're gonna be starting yeah, off. No, home. I, I agree. I agree. Oh. I'm just I'm just trying to like yeah. see the whole the whole picture of like Yeah, I just think this year was just yeah, this year was every, kind of every team hopes every team yeah. hopes in a short series that they at least have one and two guys. Two guys. Every team hopes they have two yeah. guys that they can go out and get two right away. Right. Right, and in a short series, you're gonna probably see those two guys again. Right, absolutely. So I, yeah, I get what you're saying, but like, if you know you have seven games instead of anything, that's what's so crazy about baseball, and we've talked about this a ton, right? That the major leagues have been around for like 140 years or something, and there's Forever. still new shit happening. Yeah, it's crazy. It really yeah. is wild. It- it, the short series, yeah. I think it's it, the big play on that one is going to be how 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 the manager and the coach basically sets it up. I mean, if if you want to save aces and you want to save arms and you don't want to push a lot of innings, do they do they pull that starter if they get an, a lead early? And then I've seen it where they lose that game. I mean, it's tough, but well, short not. series or whatever. I mean, you eventually the best team should win, even in five. You know what I mean? But anything can happen, man. The, the well, a, guy, a guy a guy once told me a hungry dog fights best right <laughs> hungry dog fights so best. so do you but so does that play that sounds like team? something jim would say <laughs> a guy that i know named jim once told me yeah, yeah. and uh <laughs> right though i mean does that it's it's hard to quantify because if anybody would have saw the braves if the braves would have rolled through the whole playoffs, won the World Series. You wouldn't have, it wouldn't even have been a thought about does the short Not series hurt or does how nope. any of this nope. you know what I mean? So it is it's you're a like, bit oh, of they're an the anomaly. best team. Yeah, it's it's a weird situation that the top five winningest teams from the regular season get knocked out before they are even in the championship series. Like 
it's a it's odd for sure, but baseball's crazy, right? It is. It's simple. Okay, so we guys, it's a it's a case of a lot of times it's a case of simple math. I mean, if you can steal a series, so you're right. You get the the top the highest seeded team is home to start out in a five game series. You steal a game, one game there, then at the very least, you know, you're you're going home. You're coming back home. Too. Yeah. That could win the series or you split the series at home. Now you're at game five. You might be back at theirs, but you guys know game fives, game sevens, anything can yes. happen. Anybody, anybody's anything. game. Well, imagine, anything. imagine the momentum after in game one against the Dodgers, you completely thump and knock out their ace. Clayton Kershaw. I mean, come on. That's got to be huge. So then you guys are you're jacked up. You're like, we can we can beat these guys. We just took down the race. And that yeah, momentum's jacked huge up, enough. jacked off. You guys want to get into college football? You guys want to get into college football? Yeah. That's where I was just heading. Let's go. Let's uh, you know, baseball, they're not even starting yet, the the championship series. So let's uh see how that that kind of um, weeds out for everybody, but, um, um, yeah, college football, man, seven and eight played yesterday and it was, it yeah. did you, good game. Good game. Okay. okay. Jim. Hey, so, so did that look more to you like a big 10 football game or oh, a yeah. pack or a pack 12 football game? Oh yeah. It looked more like a big 10 it football. It looked game. like a big 10 game, right? That's when yeah. I was watching it. All I could think is that Anybody like you got I've said it on here before, right? The Pac 12 getting dismantled hurts. Oh, yeah. For a, a guy that just like pack that's more so than anything is what I watched for a football conference than any of the other conferences. West Coast guy, right? Yeah. And but to see seven and eight, who uh, by all accounts from everything I've seen, holy shit, they look like the seventh and eighth best team. They did. That yeah, was did. a dog fight. That wasn't that wasn't your gimmicky where no. neon green duck four verts everything oh, was... down the field football. That was good. The oh. running game, both teams great. That was a battle. In the fucking mouth, like that yeah. was not a Pac-12 game. So, on that note, UW, the University of Washington, the University of Oregon. University of Southern California and the University of California, Los Angeles, all going to the Big 12 next season. Those four teams, how, as a college football fan, as a fan of the Pac-12, obviously I'm going to be a fan of the Big 12 now, or Big 10 or whatever the fuck they're, Big 10, right? Yeah. Okay, can we get some sort of a matchup that is Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, versus a uh, UW or an Oregon or um you know a USC like that's going to that's going to be so telling that's going to be so telling of how the future of that conference is with the way those teams are playing that are going into the Big 10 next year and even though that uh, the SEC gets Oklahoma and Texas yeah guys I'm telling you I'm looking at the schedules next year I'm looking Ooh. at Ohio State having to play Penn State, Michigan, UCLA, UW, Oregon, and USC. Yeah. 
Jack schedule, um, man. Dude, you make it through that schedule. Whoever you might, through yeah, that schedule, yeah. Whether it's yes. Michigan or whatever, you make it through that schedule. If you're somewhat healthy, are you not? You've got to be the number one team in the nation. You, you have to be. Did you yeah. see though where that to would run totally the, to run that gauntlet? The, that's a that's going to be a disrupt the playoffs. Think Dude, about yeah. the amount. You know how hard you it's going to be to win those games. That will completely dictate how the playoffs are going to look. I mean, because the power in just those games alone and that schedule, how, how do you get through that and how do you get all those wins? They're loading up. It's loading up to look like it's going to be a Big Ten versus SEC. Does that turn into the AFC, NFC of kind college? Of. Fo- you know what yeah, I mean? College like, level very well dude, could be. The Big Ten's trying to load up too. And if, for anybody that watched that game yesterday, the UW-Oregon game, that looked as much like a Big Ten or a fucking – you know, s- smash them in the mouth football SEC game as you could hope for. So, so can I ask? And I know it's, I, I'm probably kicking a dead mule, but wouldn't be the first get, time, Patrick. Yeah. Well, it's, it wouldn't <laughs> be, it's not be the last time either. So, uh, but listen, you got two evenly matched teams. Uh, like you said, Ty, it was, it was just a stand in the middle of the rig trade punches, right? Oregon and Washington. It's Ollie Frazier, man. It was Jim, crazy. Yeah. So, Jim, when <laughs> you know every, I, I feel like one hundred percent of the time, when you've got points sitting on your plate, you got to take the points. I don't know what Dan Lanning was doing, going for four, four. I mean, two of them. So they lost by field goal, and they they, they could have put another six points on the board. I don't know. You know, if you're playing, uh, you know. A much lesser team, and and you want to whatever, fine. Or or if you're down by a couple touchdowns, and you that's one thing. But man, the score was close. You're playing against a a team that's really really good. You guys are trading punches. You got to take points every single time, don't you? I would think so. But you know, I can kind of see Coach Lanning's. I can mm. kind of see his his thinking because. You're this is gonna be a shootout. This is gonna be you're not gonna probably stop. Although I thought Oregon's defense was a lot better than what they showed yesterday, which says speaks volumes about Washington's offense. Yeah. Yep. But um I just don't think I mean I can see his way of thinking. On the other hand, woulda, shoulda, coulda, you know, three times, right? Four, four times. times went for it on fourth. Yeah, and well, the uh, first one in the first half, but there I was only was three that he could have kicked. Really kicked a field goal, right? Because the last right. one was on the forty-seven of Washington, which would have made it a 63, 64 yard field goal. But two of them were gimmies. Two of them were gimmies. Right. Two, two of them were, were the, in the first half. That was a chip shot, and that three points would have been easy. And and they didn't get it. Second half, there's another chip shot. He went for it, didn't get it, and he losing by three. I mean, you've got to understand, people are really questioning him as a coach. I don't oh, know. That do, that's you think, do you think that the do you guys in? think that fucked with the Oregon the Oregon's kicker at the end that was like, dude, just let me go get the points and did they didn't let him, didn't let him, and then went, okay, now go get us the points, push, push, yeah. Like I said, I Michael Penix, dude, Michael Penix Jr. Baller. Yeah. I said yeah. it. After, I said it. I said it. Yeah, I said it before, yeah. but Penix Jr. Penix Jr.'s Heisman stock went way up. 
Caleb Williams came down a little bit with the three oh, picks. It went way down, like 22 yeah. to one now. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know he, that he anyone's going to walk away from him because of that game. In a big but game it was like that, terrible. In a, in a big game like that, like, you got to show up, man. You got to show up. By the way, I gotta, I'm going to tell you what I was drinking because this, I'm done, and this was the last one I had. And I think, Tyler, I, from what I'm seeing, you're, in, you're with old trusty again, I think. This is actually a, a butterscotch oatmeal stout out of Helena. It's 6.3%, really dark, really heavy, but it's kind of chilly this morning. So that was actually really good. And now because I'm out of that, I have gone to the Mountains Are Blue just to honor uh, the Majestic Lion himself because that's my backup. So anyway, Tyler, you on old trusty? Yeah, so yes, of course I am. But (laughs) I would also, maybe that's a good segue, I don't even know, of me drinking old trusty. And how about your team playing the freaking London game? My oh, favorite shit. team. So oh. so fo- foggy London town, right? We all know where that's a big Ben, not your big Ben, yeah. but yeah. Uh whatever. The bridge is falling down. The NFL London game bridge. NFL games across the pond, right? Motherfucker my time? That shit starts early. Oh yeah. Yep. And if it's your team playing, and if it's your team playing, a six thirty start means I got to get my day going much earlier than that. You got to start the bush lights at like four thirty. Well, no, no, that's <laughs> not what I'm saying. I just, but I got to get up and I got to do things that I do in the morning very early. Yeah. So for a Sunday, for a Sunday, usually you know the NFL kicks off on the West Coast at ten. Right. Um, right. They play in London. That's a six thirty start on the West Coast. Right. for us. So, so thirty for you guys. Right. So, so exactly. Did. Yeah. What I'm saying. Baltimore kicked off at six thirty, and I had a bush light in my hand at six this morning. Nice. Well Nothing done. I had to take. That. I took a shower before the that. game. I, I had a shower but beer before the game. That's when you have a shower beer, man. Cold beer. I had and a, a shower beer. Shower. Exactly. That's exactly right. Nothing better. Yeah. So, but no, I, did you guys hear that the NFL is is that they've already been talking about potentially having a Super Bowl in yeah, London? They're, yeah. They're, I, I, how I mean, can you pull that off? How can you pull that off? This is our sport. That's fucking rude. If nothing else, you know what else Thank I saw? I saw, I saw something funny that I I saw something funny on the internet that was talking about how uh, when um like the NFL, for example, right? They play a game over in the UK or in England, London, right? So they play the American national anthem prior to the game, which right. is just talking about us beating England's ass, really. Pretty much. Pretty much, right? Double so middle fingers. That, and then we call it football, which they came up with. But we're playing football in England where their football is something different. It's just a, it's crazy soccer, that they're man. so accepting. They're so accepting, right? They're just taking it. Guys, it's bullshit. All the players are coming out now saying that the field sucks. It's hard. It's tight. There's going to be injuries. Now you're talking about doing the Super Bowl there. If your favorite team's in there, now you got to fly to fucking London with Super Bowl tickets. Well, it's got to be, Jim, we've talked about it before. It's got to be. What are they going to make him play the game at three in the morning? So it's, it's, are you just going to count? Are you just going to count on the the English crowd, the European crowd, to pack the stadium like it would be here? Well, the tailgates, all that shit. 
I agree. I agree. Make no mistake. Make no mistake. If the NFL can find a way to to turn this into some enormous profit, they're going to do it in a second, man. It is 100% about money. That's well, they want to expand to London. They want a team there. Make no yeah, mistake. But, but they're not going to take a loss in the Super Bowl, Lee. I mean, they're not going to move the Super Bowl to London if they're going to lose money. It's all it's they're going to have to it's going to have to be. They a didn't money. say that they were going to, but they've been talking about it. And I think it would be an absolute travesty. And there'd be a lot of pissed off people pissed off. Oh, there would. I would, be. I would be. So I seen that uh, Baltimore just beat Tennessee. Is is Tennessee still running? Uh, who's that? Is are they still running Tannehill out there? Is he still their quarterback? Yeah, oh, yeah, he's he still looked quarterback. Really bad. He looked like shit. Did he, I'm sure. Well, wash <laughs> rinse and like repeat, shit, dude. Uh, yeah, he he well, looked they, really really bad. They tried to they tried to to draft his replacement last year. Who's that? That Malik. Uh, uh Willis. Willis, Malik Willis. Willis. There you go. Yeah, yeah he looked like shit too. Tannehill got hurt. Yeah, and then he played like shit when Tannehill. Yeah, he looked like shit too. Um, I mean, and it's crazy that the Ravens still didn't win by forty. Tennessee is just kind of, man. I feel bad for for Mike Vrabel because I really like him as a coach, but they're just kind of stale to me. It's just kind of they're just there. Just so mediocre. They, 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 show they showed Tennessee's offense, you know, like they do pregame. And you were like, yeah, no wonder. Like, who the yeah. fuck? Mm-hmm. DeAndre Hopkins looks old, man. I mean, plain and simple. A guy and that was considered say. a guy that was considered to be I I don't know how you guys feel. Probably the number one receiver in the league, at least for one just year. Well, he caught everything. The guy yeah. had hands. He caught ago. everything. I mean, yeah. recently, just a few years yes, ago, yes. he was he was I mean, undeniably, he was top undeniably a top five receiver. Yeah, absolutely. Was old, dude. He got old fast. He got old yeah. like fucking fast. He did. Yeah, and it's sad yeah. to see, especially a player of that caliber. Maybe it has something to do with that organization, though. I mean, look at I love I like Vrabel too, Jimmy. I think he's a, a great coach. But Derek there's got to be some kind of there's got to be an infusion of something to jumpstart a team, and I don't know what it is. For Tennessee, it's not Tannehill. They need to move on from him. Well, Derrick Henry is. Well, good. they're trying. Derrick Henry for a running back, dude. He's still running. a monster, though. I know, but he's taking a beating. He's, yeah. um, and then you got Hopkins and you got Tannehill. So if you're looking at your big three, which is football, right? You know, That's it, right there. Everybody's looking for that big three. If you're looking at your at your big three, if you're in Tennessee, you're kind of going. You fucking kidding me? This is what we got, right? You know, this is our best. And I and I'm a Tannehill fan. I really the man has what he's done. Fought the man has fought through adversity and everybody telling him he can't do this and can't do that. Uh, Receiver in college and and here he's been an NFL quarterback. He's made a career of being an NFL quarterback. Fuck yeah! Uh, So I'm I'm a Tannehill fan, but at the same time. Man, the league is the league is moving on without you, Tennessee. Right, right, mm-hmm. exactly. You know, it, it just is. It's it's moving on without you. These young guys that that are just tearing up the league, and and uh, you're right that that was a good way to put that. Is that Tennessee needs an infusion of something? Um, don't know I, what, man, but just something. I don't know something that'll jumpstart them, like and and. That was why they that. drafted. That's why they drafted that that Malik um, Willis. Willis, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like that's because he Tennessee. had a little bit of that. He had a little bit of that in his game, and then right behind him, 
drafted Will Levis this year. And you're like, yeah, right. you know, you're like, do we have faith? Because if not, then what the fuck did we just do there? Why did we Tennessee, just do that? Tennessee is, is a season. Uh, Tennessee is a season or two, in my opinion. They're a season or two away from just being shitty for five years and going through the draft. They're, they're going to yep. be another Carolina here in another year or two. Yep. I mean, they're, if they they're, don't they're trade Derrick right Henry, if they don't right. trade Derrick Henry, then there's for what, but then, what, for then, what, then time, what are you doing? Ty, what can you, what, what do you imagine a team would give up for Derrick Henry? Uh, what a third, maybe, if maybe someone's a, in, if someone's in a playoff run situation, they'd give up, they'd give up some draft capital. I don't know that I they'd go right. second, but. I think you're I, right. I, I, in your playoff, and your and your number one back goes down, and Derrick Henry's out there. I say you you run with them. You will you will give up a, a second but, round but, or something. But, but, what, what would you imagine he would fetch you? Maybe a third? No, I don't know. Derrick Henry it has to be the right situation. Yeah. Derrick Henry's going to get you. I guarantee if they put him out right now, I bet second they would get pick. At least, at least a second round. I don't actually you know what though. I can't guarantee. I don't know what his contract looks like right now. He's beat up. He's he's older. Dude, he I, looks I, fucking I, good. I you say what you want about I'm not, him. I'm not, disputing, I'm not disputing that, but the devaluation of running backs, coupled with the fact that he's just been taking a beating for three years and he's older, he's on the tail end of his career. Dude, if a team gave up a second round pick, I would be absolutely astounded. I would be astounded. I, I think he would. It, it's going to have to be how desperate is that team, right? No, I mean, like I said, like I said gotta, if it's a team on a playoff run, what if you got? And the they can Eagles, get him. You got the Eagles. DeAndre Swift gets hurt. Yeah, you still got Gainwell. And I mean, I could see Boston something like that, Scott, but but something like that, and you're like, yeah. okay, we yeah. we're a Super and, Bowl and, 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 team and right now. Clear, we just need a running back. And to be Bowling clear, he's a he's a bell cow back. He he is a bell cow. I mean, he's a guy that can just take the take the rock thirty times a game, man. There's that's kind of running back he is. Speaking of fire sale, I want to get your guys' idea. I was just thinking the other day, and there's been rumors about it, but nobody's really come out and said anything. How close to the Denver Broncos to just be saying, "Make us an offer for anything we have." How close well, to I the got Broncos? A question. My bigger question is: Does Russell Wilson finish this year as a Bronco? That's a great question, I, man. I'm serious, cool. though. I mean. I think he's guys, the only thing that might get you some draft capital. But, guys, but I'm going to tell you something. But, but the way he's played, something. though, what what is he going to get, though, Lee? What 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 is Russell Wilson going to get? Know. And you can't. I I have this argument with actual Denver Bronco fans, and they're ready to give up on everybody and fuck them and fuck this and everything else. And I'm like, wait a minute, the man doesn't have two goddamn seconds. He's already in the shotgun. He takes a two-step drop, and he's ducking a goddamn good rusher. I agree. The, the offensive line, you know what? These fuckers, these offensive linemen that are bitching, oh, I've been here for seven years. I'm just tired of losing. Well, you know what, motherfucker? Start blocking. <laughs> Play better. my language. But Garrett Bowles, no, I, I like it Garrett when you Bowles, get fired give up. me a goddamn break. For you to be saying that when you're leading the league in holding penalties – and yeah. everything else. Three snap penalty. How about, how about you fire up your unit yeah. and give the man some time? Right. Sean Payton will fix this, guys. I promise you, he's going to go after. They don't have a lot of draft capital. That's but the thing, though. See, after, like I said, I, I'm not saying that I would agree to get rid of Russell Wilson. I think you have to save him. That's going to be your future. But I'm going to tell you right now, with everything that's going on in Colorado and around the league, 
I mean, maybe Russell Wilson goes, fuck this. I don't, I, well, I'm not well, having fun. I mean, there's going to have to be some, some come to Jesus moments within that organization. I agree. I and players like to play for Sean Payton and this off. Oh, absolutely. They do this off season, the free agents and the veteran offensive linemen and stuff. You watch. I, I honestly, I think Sean Payton's going to fix this thing. You give Russell Wilson some time, Jerry, Judy, Cortland Sutton, start running fucking routes, you know, where you can. Judy's you know, look like shit. Jerry, Judy, you can't separate yourself from anybody. No. Anybody. Right. Jerry and, and Judy's look like shit. Then talk shit about it. You know, Jim, I'm not, gonna, about it. That's right. I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with you. And I, I agree with you. This is not me going after Russell Wilson. This is this is what I'm going to say. Because they gave up all their draft capital to get Russell Wilson, because because the cupboards are bare, they don't have the ability, at least not right now, to go out and get quality, you know, to 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 make Russell Wilson actually be an asset on your team. I mean, I'm I under normal circumstances, I would say I would agree with you 100 percent Keep Russell Wilson. I mean, he's the he's the one guy that that you could actually build around, but because they don't, there's no assets. They have, they, you know, he, they're just getting the, the man killed. I, I almost feel like Denver would be better served to dangle Russell Wilson to 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 go into a full rebuild. By the time they're able to put the guys in front of Russell Wilson to make a difference, to to get him some time. Um, you know, they're going to need at least one more receiver. They're going to need a running back. They're going to need. I think, two, oh man, dude, I think if you do that, you set that franchise back seven to 10 years. If you dumped everything to get Wilson and then you got rid get, of him. Yeah, but you're not, what are you going to get back from a man that's not playing well and has, and has a contract like he's that's huge. I know. I know. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying that's the right choice. I, I just, right now they're in a tough spot, man. I, I mean, they, they don't have a lot of draft capital. Like you said, they've got a, I think Russell Wilson, I don't think he's lost anything. I think that, that in, in spite of how bad it is for him, there's some games where he's really played well. I just feel like, and we knew this going in Denver last year was not great. They gave up a lot to bring in this quarterback. They were a lot further away from contention than, than one good quarterback. Right. Now they're even further because now they got one good quarterback and they've got, and he's standing in a waist deep in a pool of shit. So how do you fix that? I don't know, man. I think they just got to be really, I think they have got to nail every draft for the next three years. Like every pick's got to, got to do something. Well, does the I, term I think they're the gonna term, have to live in free Does agency. the term hangover mean more to people like us? Like we yes. talked about earlier about it being like, is this uh Super Bowl hangover? Is it the World Series hangover? Like I, I feel like not everybody in the world understands what that means. I understand it on the regular. <laughs> what a hangover. And you're like, is. no, yeah, I get it. Listen, I bought stock in Advil for that reason because I tend to drink a little more beer than I should. Nice. So, yeah, no, I'm down with the hang. I'm hangovers are good. I, I know how to treat them. I don't know that there's a real solution for a hangover other than water and ibuprofen, but and, and right, sleep, sleep. You know, me and Jim back in the day, really aging our, myself here. But back in the day, uh, me and my brother, me and my brother's Jim, uh, God, I can't even speak today. Me and Jim's solution to trying to get rid of a hangover as soon as humanly possible was to go through Burger Master 
and get a ramp burger or two of them. Oh. And, and, and just to give the listeners an idea of what a ramp burger was, they would, you know, you'd get your burger in a piece of uh, a yellow wax paper and that fucking thing would be saturated when you got to you. I mean, just it just full of grease, right? Fucking love that like, shit. Burger Master was like bomb. A, get like a bucket size uh, container of, of Coke, you know, and some greasy fries. Damn, that's right. a lot of Coke, bud. Hey, I got to be real. Rings can grease your car, size of Coke? Man. Do you remember the hiding uh, rings? You, man, by the time you by the time you throw that burger or two down your throat and eat those fries and drink that Coke, I feel like we went to happy hour right from there, didn't we? I mean, we were ready to go oh, again, man. Yeah, pretty much. And it was the onion rings too. Get them greasy. Oh. Just yeah. dripping through the damn tray. Goddamn right. The onion rings, and there the might be a pit, there might be a pit stop at at yeah. home before we, you know, before we ended up. But that was all part of. Hey, that's all part of getting rid of it, right? Absolutely, oh, big time, big time. Felt like a million bucks, and well, yeah, do it again. Yeah, let's, when I was a you know, hey, hey, now this is also dating, uh, also, but Burger Master back in the day when I was a kid, my grandpa would he lived up in Lincoln, he'd come to town and he always wanted to have Burger Master, but there was a Burger Master attached to a bar called Jolly Jack's over on the west side. So my grandpa <laughs> would take me there all the time just so he could drink beer and have a burger and, and uh, get me that food too. That stuff was bomb, that's really good hangover food. Tyler probably goes to any 7-Eleven nearby and handles his hangovers. Nope. nope. Actually, I just don't get hungover. So speaking of this topic, guys, um, I'm not going to lie to you. The sight of even faking it with a Coors Light about made me puke this morning. So. Oh, shit. There's your hangover. The mountains, the mountains are green. So oh, for the Maverick. Mavericks are cool. Maverick is a good, yeah. Wait a second. Did, so did you tie one on last night? What happened? Oh, all day yesterday. You know, oh. went to went to the Air Force Wyoming game, and uh, wow. it, was a, it was a long day. Yeah, it was a game. It was a long day. Well, how are you feeling now? Are you just tired now or what? Uh, just, yeah, just, you know, typical, don't feel like drinking. I know that. Um, ready to watch football, have a nice relaxing day. Uh, Jim, just speaking, speaking of, speaking of, I just want to give a shout out to my boys, uh, Air Force. I got all right. Know, what's up? Oh, not us, not oh, these boys. Oh, <laughs> no, my boys, the, the, my Falcons, man. They uh, they they put it on Wyoming. Listen, what a great game! Took a fifty-eight yard touchdown run, and then the defense held uh, for Air Force to win the game. But uh, it's looking like number twenty-one in the nation, Air Force Academy boys. Number About 20 damn time. I thought up. they might have got a sniff last last week, but they didn't. I thought they might come in at twenty five. Good for them, no, boys! Freaking awesome! Oh man, I was going to tell you, Jim. Uh, you know, I know a beer doesn't sound good, but man, if you could just choke down a couple, it's all downhill from there, man. It's going to exactly. make you feel all so much better, especially if you, <laughs> yeah, dude. If next, you just watch the London game or whatever games in Europe next week. Just commit yourself to being awake. And ready to go by that game. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's a little early for me. But uh, hey, so anyway, guys, let's. Uh, uh, nice job on all the topics. I love the debate. Uh, let's do some curtain calls. Who's got one? I got. I got one real quick. And this is this is you know most people wouldn't even know that this is. But 
Um, so yesterday I watched a NFCS game. Um, and people that don't know, North Dakota State University has won like nine FCS championships. Oh, I mean, wow. they're a juggernaut. Yep. Um, so North Dakota. So this is a big rivalry game in that state. North Dakota goes in. And well, NDSU came to uh, North Dakota, but beat the living bejesus out of NDSU. And it was a game that I couldn't turn off. I The offensive line for North Dakota um, completely blew me away. I mean, dominated the line of scrimmage the entire game. And North Dakota hasn't beat NDSU, North Dakota State, in two decades and after the game, everybody in the stands is on the field, had a ton of fan support. So you know what? When you can knock off that juggernaut of a team at the FCS level and you haven't beat them in two decades, the Fighting Hawks, North Dakota, you're my curtain call. Cheers to you, man. That was a great game to watch. Cheers. Nice. Cheers. Who else? I'm going to – I'm going to – yeah, I'm going to uh, – God, I, I hate to feel like I'm, I've am i got a crush or anything. I might have a little bit of one, but uh, – I'm going to give it up to nobody other than Bryce Harper, man. I love the fact that he went up against a juggernaut of a team in Atlanta. I love the fact that uh, he heard uh, heard the shit talking coming from Marcia. And I love even more the fact that not once, but twice on his trip around, uh, you know, hitting two homers in that game, he stared down Marcia. And if I'm not mistaken – RC didn't want any part of it, man. He had no – there was crickets. He had nothing to say. I think he was looking at his glove, maybe stopped down to tie his shoe. He, he didn't uh, didn't want to look back at Bryce even a little bit. So good for Bryce, man. It's good that he went in there and brought the thunder. And I think Philly's going to be a tough out going going forward, man. So cheers to Big Bryce Harper. Hell of a series. Cheers. What do you got, Ty? Mine goes out to Steve Smith, Jr., Attaboy. Oh, senior. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Senior. I'm sorry. Senior. Steve Smith, senior. Yeah. Did you, I hope if anybody's still with us at this juncture of our podcast that they go and look at what Steve Smith, senior, said about Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy. Yes, sir. Oh, my God, dude. Steve yeah, just Smith. Tor- and Fuego. And Fuego. Lit his ass up. And then yes, was sir. pulling his microphones off and shit, right? And was like, and that's all I got to say about that. He's supposed to, he's working for for whatever it was, <laughs> whether it was Fox or CBS or who the fuck ever. He works for somebody and somebody gave him a mic. It's not much different than what we're doing. Right. It's true. And he went. Say whatever the fuck you want. Off on him. Except none of us are Hall of Fame receivers. I just want to be clear about that. So. Yeah. It was and a beast. Uh, and a beast. Yeah. Dude, and a beast. Not, and, yeah. and a beast. And a monster, right? Yeah. Like what do you call him? Was... What do you call what do you call him? A jag, right? Just another guy. Just yeah. another guy, right. Just and, another and, guy. Yeah, dude. Just another guy. And and Steve Smith started pulling all his microphones off the slam. And that's all I gotta say about that. And they really? were like, how do that's you know a WWE move? Every, right? Everybody that's a WWE was, oh, move. I know. What do you say, man? You're just like, damn. Yeah. And right, and what's Jerry Judy gonna say? Steve well, Smith Sr. talks that shit, but it's think, because he walked it his whole career. He, right. That that is right. a guy that right. what, so talked the Jerry most shit Judy and walked the most every shit. bit of that. So I feel Jerry like Judy deserved yeah. every bit of it. Oh, Jerry like, Judy ain't gonna do. A damn thing, because, yeah, <laughs> dude, right? It, though, and 
if Steve it's Smith eviscerated, if Steve Smith Senior eviscerated us and told us how bad we were at our own job, you would just go. It's yeah. soul time. It's for Jerry Judy to look in the mirror and do a little soul searching. It's you're time not going to say shit back to him. Oh, not at all. So, hey, uh, yeah, that's that's good stuff, man. That was great. Steve Smith Sr. And you know what? He can say that shit because he Absolutely. did. Right. That's what he I'm walked saying. It like he walked it like he talked. He talk. earned it. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, you hey, walk so it like that. And I think he still does. I think that's the thing is that I, oh, I think if he, Jerry I think Judy would have came out of the tunnel and said anything, I think he that's why have. Steve Smith was ripping all his shit off. He wouldn't have. Yeah, he wouldn't have I said think, shit. Right, actually, um, I, I think that uh, that Steve Smith uh, probably still could do it. And more importantly, it sounds like he's got quite a bit of influence with people around the league that want to know about a receiver or what he thinks oh, about of a certain receiver. It sounds like he's got a lot of influence with yeah. that. So Jerry Judy should probably just shut his mouth, run better routes, catch fucking football, and make Steve Smith eat his words. Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. So my my curtain call goes to Tez Walker. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, North, dude. North Carolina receiver that has battled the NCAA over transfers and eligibility and and this and that. And he got into the game yesterday, his first game back. And of course, playing with Drake May doesn't hurt. Got three touchdown passes. Uh yeah. good for you, kid. Way to way to thumb your nose at the NCAA. The shit should have never happened. Uh, everybody that supported Tez and 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 got him back on the field. Uh, that's also a curtain call to you. So uh, I do wish the one. NCAA could have held him out one more week because it was the Hurricanes that they beat. But you know, yeah, that would have been. Good. You're right. The kid's a stud, and he got jacked around. That's not okay. No, it's not okay. The NCAA, man, I'll tell you, get it figured out, boys. Get it figured out. But uh, so Agreed. that's the show for today. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Don't forget, uh, you catch us on, you know, email us. Uh, let us know what you think, comment, any corrections on Gmail. Uh, we've got, we're on Instagram, Facebook, Cocktails and Curveballs. And uh, check us out on YouTube. Subscribe, like, and uh, Spotify. Search us on Spotify. And uh, if you don't want to look at these mugs, I get it. So you can listen to us instead, uh, but on Spotify, Cocktails and Curveballs. I'd like to thank everybody listening. You're still around. I appreciate it. We appreciate it. And uh, have a great week. Cheers. 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 Cheers.